Hello and welcome to Illochat, a place where two friends who are illustrators talk about the world of professional illustration. I am Olga. And I'm Sunny. And we're both children's book illustrators. Join us in our journey while we share what has and hasn't worked for us as we navigate this creative industry. Hi, and welcome to episode 17. In this episode, we will answer three frequently asked questions. So this this episode is just answering a few questions. I actually love these episodes because there's no major research or yeah. planning for it. We just sit down and talk like we usually do. Yeah. So that's what this one will be. These are more natural for us, I and, think. Yeah, we needed one of these because... It's ugh, been a while. Just yeah. a little break. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so we held our contest for our, oh, yeah. for our, our one year um, anniversary. Yes. Our birthday. I don't know. Birthday. One year birthday for Elo Chat. Mm-hmm. And we had a giveaway. And who won? Uh, it was Kevin Van Norman. And uh, I want to put out his Instagram so that you guys can go yeah, see his work. Yeah. It's Kevin underscore Van, V-A-N mm-hmm. underscore Norman. Mm-hmm. And so congratulations, he got a, an Elochat mug. His um, artwork reminds me of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. It's adorable. It is very playful and, mm-hmm. and funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we sent him a mug. And yeah, hopefully he's so, out there soon. So check out his uh, Instagram. And that's our second giveaway. That was cool. Oh, and we yeah, also uh, did we also did the critique finally of our last giveaway? So that was fun. We did, and uh, so we'll probably be putting some experts from that that critique because um, that that helps a lot when we do those little videos. Mm-hmm. That was fun. This that that was the first time that we both done a critique together. Yes. Yeah. I just let you yeah. talk. Just... No, no, no. You did the cover, and I I'm just that. That was cool. <laughs> no. I just sit there and agree with you. That's it's easy. So it's easy no. for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just there for moral support. That's because I like to talk, and I and I have to do a draw over, and it's like this is no, like but that. you have no, you have good advice. That's why I'd rather you talk and uh, give your good advice. Thank you. No, but you you had uh, really good advice with the cover because I, I don't have a, a graphic design background. That's where I, I tap with you and I go, hey, what do you think with that? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, so what are you doing, Olga? Um, kind of- I'm on submission. I, I am waiting to hear. I'm in that, that stage where you're like, ooh, is something going to happen? Hopefully. Um, so I'm just on the waiting game. And meanwhile, I'm already doing a dummy for the next book. And I actually started. I am so proud. Actually, I do have a few things to be proud of about oh, good. <laughs> your face right now. We're like, <gasps> what is she going to talk about? You know why I'm proud? Because I actually said I, I had to send some some samples for my licensing agent. And I and I kept doing that, doing that. And I don't know why I kept just making more and more and not actually sending them out. It's almost like I, I was putting off the next project. Mm-hmm. which was doing the dummy for, for this next manuscript that I have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I told you that I was at a birthday party for my son. And the only thing I had was this paper plate. Yeah. So I'm actually holding the paper plate. And these are my thumbnails for that yeah. book. Because I'm like, I know I'm going to get it done. I also wrote my next, <laughs> my next story in a paper plate because that's what I had. But that's fine. It's because my iPad uh, died. I'd run out of battery. Yeah, but I kept putting it off. And then I actually got up that one morning. I said, today I'm sending these files. And right after, I'm going to start on the dummy. 
and I did and I, and it felt so good to actually you know stay on schedule yeah yeah so that made me made me feel a little bit more put together and instead of just easily pushing the project down the road and yeah yeah, yeah. you set a goal and you you achieved it yeah a little big victories right to go like yay I did this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you uh, I yeah I'm yeah I'm in a I'm not on submission yet, uh, but I did send the final version of my dummy and manuscript to my agent. So I think she's just double checking everything. And so hopefully I'll be on submission soon, which oh will my be my first time. So I'm really yeah excited. Uh, I've started writing um, another story. So I've been editing that. And um, I'm also working. Uh, I know I'm we have talked about this, but I haven't started the coloring book that I thought I was going to be working on right now. And I left these two months open for it. <laughs> um, but as a freelancer, and that, that could be a whole nother topic right there. As a freelancer, I always try to be flexible with the, um, with my timeline. Like, I mean, I, I, I know that when um, projects come in, you ex- you want to block out a specific amount of time and expect it to start and end on those dates. Very often it does not. So one reason why I like doing book formatting is those po- those projects take two to three weeks for me. So if I can't, if the pro- if a big project I signed on for didn't, doesn't start, I can take on small projects in between, uh, which is what I'm doing right now. But but it's difficult because you want to be able to depend on that income and then when you you know thought you were going to have an income for a project coming in then it doesn't you you have to then you have to scramble to look for other jobs to fill that space i can sense that you're bothered by it like i can see it no because it, it's it's um it's kind of inconsiderate <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah it gets pushed it gets pushed and here you are like blocking time like you said mm-hmm. and you're not taking on the next project. Yeah. yeah. And a lot yeah. of people, especially in self-publishing, um, it's in self-publishing, I noticed it's either um, they want it super fast or they, it's, it's like they don't have a deadline. They're just, it's very slow. Usually it's super fast and they want it really quickly. But people don't realize that when you, you know, when you set a, a timeline for a project that's your time and you're dedicating that to that person and and that project and then when it doesn't happen you could have taken other jobs during that time and you now you can't you know what's going to happen when you you're going to take another job yeah and then they're going to come in right when you're at the peak when you're busy when i'm super busy that's what i'm worried but also since it's with the government agency i know a lot of times that can be really unpredictable it's not something that I'm, I'm I'm used to that because I used I actually used to work for the government so I know how their projects go sometimes they take years <laughs> it might lead to more later too so but I'll yeah worked. we'll see I'm not too I'm I'm not really worried about it because I have other things to work on while that's yeah. well that's not happening Blah. <laughs> we started this one very I know <laughs> <laughs> let's not get too uh down about it you know what it is too. We are going downhill. Summer's coming. Yeah. So school is ending, and when school ends for 
it just changes your entire schedule because now now you're free more in the mornings we don't have to adhere to a specific schedule mm-hmm. um of you know getting the kids to school at this time picking them up here we need to yeah that you have this much time to 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 work in between this window yeah. it just becomes to to us it becomes like 24 hours continuous 24 hours right. we just go on whatever schedule right we might be working really late we might be getting up later or, or, or well i tr- yeah or, i tried i still set my alarm during the summer and i try to get up early i do try yeah <laughs> <laughs> try as I, I do too but the thing is if we're staying up yeah. until two in the morning yeah. there's no way we're gonna get up at seven or whatever yeah and uh, when we have teenagers so they stay up late so it's like it's not it's easier to stay up and just be, i don't know i just feel like it's, just stay with them yeah it's easier to be on their schedule and um you know they're gonna sleep in late so you don't have to worry about them getting up early yeah. um i feel uh, i feel like i'm more productive during school the school year because my schedule is more regimented and set because i wake up at this time I get them out of the house and I have this block of time and uh, that's uninterrupted and um summer there's more discipline there and and summer you know we're going to squeeze vacation here um we kind of get kind of like lazy and and things also things will start closing up for submission yeah summer so that also feels like we are just getting there and we're still talking may but june is here in no time so mm-hmm. i i know that's that's the feeling i'm getting that that we're kind of like rolling downhill fast it almost <laughs> feels summer. yeah it almost feels like the end of the year for publishing you know what i mean like you have yeah. this window of january to like june or whatever or end of may for submissions and everything and then summer everyone goes on vacation does their things and then fall comes around and you have a short window before holidays and uh, and the thing is down. everybody goes on vacation at different times so mm-hmm. when when your agent's on vacation mm-hmm. uh, a, a week and then maybe your your editor's on vacation yeah. a different week it holds and everything it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like a and then maybe you're on vacation yeah mm-hmm. yeah it everyone affects everyone else in in the whole process yeah so i am happy to try to get as much as done as we can before we get to that stage because then it doesn't pick up again until september i think when mm-hmm. when school starts and then you are if you're you're a parent you are getting your kids started for school too yeah so that's yeah that's uh amazing <laughs> to, to try to get as much done now um i, I yeah oh and i went back to the gym yay I mentioned that because congratulations that, that took all of me to go today. Today was day one. And you know what? I was, I, I know we're going to get to the questions. But no, it's fine. I was equating it to learning to draw. And for someone that's just starting in this, it's the same thing. It just seems so overwhelming. Yeah. And I kept dreading it because I was like, oh, gosh, I haven't been to the gym in like over three years. I am in the worst shape of my life, I think. Um, I'm older. Um, I'm going to be going to, to the place where everybody already knows what they're doing. They're, but you have... You know, you get all of that. Yes, <laughs> but you have feelings. done it before. This isn't like I your very first ever, ever, ever. So these are things you've done before, but you just have to get back into the routine of it. Yeah, and... but it has been, uh, yeah, three years. I used to 
almost four years. I used to be very active at the gym, mm-hmm. not anymore. But then, um, and that's what I, I like, like the same thing when I was learning, you know, to get back into this industry and, and drawing out that I have to do it obsessively before I, <laughs> at the beginning. That's why I told you today we started a recording later and I go, I know that we do better when we start early recording but I can't. I have to go to this today because for the next two weeks, I have to establish a routine before. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, I told you, it just takes a, a breeze for me to fall off the wagon. <laughs> you did say that. Or did I thought you said, yeah, a, I said sneeze. a sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I changed it now. It's like, it, it does. It just takes a sneeze and I fall off the wagon. So yeah. and my dad, I want to like, my dad is super um, disciplined with mm-hmm. this. He exercises every morning. He That's... is 84. 485. That's incredible. No, hold on. Let That's me think really this good. through. He's 85 years old mm-hmm. and exercises every morning and he won't miss it. You have a doctor's appointment today? Okay. He's exercising. Uh, we're going to the hospital for some emergency. Okay. He's exercising first. <laughs> today is Mother's Day, Father's Day, 4th of July, whatever holiday you want it. Okay. He's exercising first. Yeah. It's the first thing he does, no matter what. And I, and I admire that, that he doesn't look for excuses not to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I went in today and I, I can say proudly today is day one. And I'm going to be very sore tomorrow. But tomorrow will be day two. And at least it won't be day one. If yeah. I read it day one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something else, too. Yeah. Uh, on, my, on a more personal thing. But it also helps us because we're so sedimentary. Is that the word? Like, I think we're sedentary. Sedentary, mm-hmm. thank you. We're just sitting down all the time. Yeah. So things start to hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we are. When yeah. We get older. I'm sore, like you said. I'm sore when I get up from sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping so is hard. <laughs> yeah, and, and it yeah. helps to clear my mind, and it helps me to keep me a little more focused. So, well, we yes, created we created a gym in our garage. Uh, we used to keep our car, and we only have a single car garage, but that has helped me. Uh, but yeah, keeping it keeping steady keeping a routine going of it is difficult because it's because it's here it's really easy for me to be like oh well i'll do this first oh I'll, i can do it in the afternoon oh i can so what i have to yeah. do is set a time i need to set a time i did my best a couple weeks ago i had my t- i i figured out when the best time was for me and actually it was weird it ended up being like 11 o'clock the hour an hour before lunch like that was because I, I really need my morning time to work. I need that. Yeah. That's when I'm most creative. So um, that worked really well for me. So I think I'm going to go back to doing that. Good. We'll keep each other accountable. Yeah. And you know how I... How I um, the decision of going back to, to the gym, it had me... I was calculating. I'm like, can I go over there? It's going to eat how much of my morning time mm-hmm. um, because I have to drive there. But in, if I go to this gym, it's closer to where I do my errands. Anyway, all of this went in there because I I don't have that much time during the day already to yeah. take away from it. But I figure if I don't do this for me, I'm not going to be here very strong in a few more years. Yeah. Uh, hopefully in long. But, you know, you never know. So it's kind of like... I, I whatever I time I have left, I have to be. I'm talking very morbid today. <laughs> I have to be as strong as I can possibly be. It's just I I, I don't want my health to decline. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even and I can see that this job is just sitting down, moving a pencil yes, around. That's and 
Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. And I cannot do this walking. I can't. Yeah. I can probably write. You told me about this this app thing that you can, oh, you can talk, talk to, to it text. and it writes. Yeah. It's just Google. Yeah, Google has it now. I mean, they've had I, it, but... If I ever figure out how to use it, that would be great because I could actually <laughs> dictate a book as I am walking. But I can't draw when I'm walking and yeah. I can't draw when I'm doing anything else, even though I got the standing desk. But that's still not. Yeah, it's nothing. Moving. Do you know there's a treadmill desk? They, I, I've seen that. I don't know if I could do <laughs> I it. Don't think, how would you draw while you're wa- like your your arm would be moving? There's just no way I can see typing while you're walking on a treadmill. But I don't think you could draw when you're on a treadmill. I, I have tried to like fool myself into we set up the gym downstairs in the basement. I am. I know that I need more, more motivation than that. I am, don't have the discipline to go and mm-hmm. I should say when I really want something eventually like 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 work, I have made it that this is what I'm doing. Um, I don't have that discipline yet for uh, exercise. Mm-hmm. So I the, the machines are there, but there's no one there telling me I have to do it at a specific time. So yeah. with the classes and there's know, no one there's pushing you. Exercise. Yeah, no. And yeah. the classes, everybody's exercising at the same time. You kind of get motivated for being in the group. Mm hmm. And if it starts at 8.30, you have to start at 8.30. I mean, that's it. There's no question about it. So yeah, I need that. I need someone telling me. They're holding you accountable. And it's a commitment. Yeah. You're committing to that time with those people. Yeah. So, so we, can right. get we started. should probably get started. Yeah, yeah. we have chit-chatted about this <laughs> for too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. take care of yourself. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's important. Um, okay. So question our- number one. That's, you take this one. Yeah, this Let's one start. is one I've heard. Well, this is one I've experienced. I guess this isn't really... This is a question I get asked uh, quite frequently. Can you recommend someone to illustrate my book? I, If I can't take on the project, they asked if I can recommend an illustrator. I do have friends who are illustrators, but I never say yes. <laughs> I don't ever... I don't ever volunteer my fellow, my friends uh, to, you know, I don't ever recommend my friends. Um, And there are many reasons for that. Um, It is not personal. I mean, it's just that I just don't think that it's a good idea for for several reasons. Um, Usually, well, one of them is I don't know if they're available. but one of the main reasons is I don't know if they want to illustrate for a self-published author or I know that they don't. Many of my friends don't illustrate for self-publishing. But one of the main reasons is I don't feel comfortable sending business from a stranger to a friend. Like, I don't know if that how that person will handle payments. I don't know what they're like to work with. I don't know if they would even be a good fit for that manuscript or that project. So yeah, I I wouldn't do it's not it. Not a good I, idea. Um, so I get some of those. It's usually would you illustrate my book? And then when I say I don't illustrate in self-publishing, but thank you, and I usually get work through my agent if anything. Um, then the next question is, do you know someone? Can you recommend another uh, another illustrator? And same as you, I. I never, ever, ever, ever do. And um, thank you for not recommending me, actually. I really <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> I honestly so do. This, <laughs> uh, even if it was a very good job, yeah. what I would do the most, it'll be like, hey, this person uh, or this 
if it was more of a company or something and I wouldn't be and I can't take the job or something like that, I would say maybe I will go to you and I'll say, hey, just so you know, this company was looking for an illustrator. Mm. They, they came yeah. to me. I don't know if you want to go and, and find out about it. Yeah, that's very different than telling the client come and and yes, this is my illustrator friend and, yeah. and she can probably help you out because then now you're the middle guy. Somehow you just made yourself the middleman in right. the situation because now you're you're saying to your to your illustrator friend, you're almost speaking up for that client. Well, and like you said, you don't know if they pay. You don't know right. if they're difficult to work with. And then you're, you're, you're breaking a relationship somehow. You're, you're kind of hurting that relationship. Yeah, and you also feel obligated once, because I, I, I have had, uh, people, other people recommend me, and if I know them, I feel, I feel obligated then to look at one, read the manuscript, go through the whole process. That's yeah. time consuming for me, and but also there's probably a reason that the, uh, my friend said no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, know, no, what but that it, is. it doesn't have to be a mean, uh, like a mean thing behind no. it. It could be that they're just too busy. It could be, but yeah. I'm just saying that if yeah. if it's not something they were willing to work on, then I might not. I probably won't want to be working on it either. I don't know. Um. Yeah. No. I. I definitely. But, that's a no. Yeah, but it does make me feel obligated to work. You know, take to at least take a serious look at that project because then I don't want to let my friend down. It becomes yeah, I, more than just letting, you know, it becomes more than just a business transaction or a project, possible project. It becomes, I want to make sure my friend's happy who recommended them. Yeah, it, it would make it weird. If, if, yeah. if I were to tell you, hey, I have this, uh, this, uh, f- this client that wants you to wants an, to look for an illustrator, like you said, now you feel obligated because I'm your friend mm-hmm. to go ahead and put, spend time and then put yourself maybe in a situation where you won't want to say no, even though you want to say no, you don't yeah. know how to say no without sounding, yeah. sounding like you're, you're, you're snuff, you know, like, you know, you don't want no to be rude. If it, it feels yeah. like you're being rude then because somebody recommended you and, and you're like, well, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's a rough, it's a rough situation to be in, um, regardless. So, yeah, I don't, so I just so, say, no, I don't, but I always give alter, alternatives. Um, so what are, what are some Like where that? to look? Like oh, you yeah. Would go, like, um, you can find. I always recommend Reedsy because I'm on Reedsy and there's a lot of other illustrators on there. And then that's, that, that is what I do like about that is it's a controlled environment that requires contracts and and will require authors to submit their payment methods and all those things you know so things are more controlled there um but i always i always recommend scbwi to look in their artist gallery um yeah that's what i would say too mm -hmm. scbwi because i don't i don't know rids either um and then there's also Several websites like childrensbookillustration.com and then hireanillustrator.com. Or hireanillustrator.com is, is a little uh, deceiving in the title because you're not actually hiring people on there. You um, just look for artists. It's just a, it's a portfolio website. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you don't hire them through the website. You actually just contact them. I mean, they have their contact information. You can email them. I always tell illust- authors to contact other authors for recommendations because if an author has worked with an illustrator before you know then they can recommend them oh good advice um 
we're going to take number question number two. This one I brought in. Um, I have been, I have heard already a few people complain about this and a few times it's been asked. Um, it's coming from author illustrators where they get a manuscript that is accepted, but they don't get accepted as an illustrator. And then so much happens with that because they're like, why, what is wrong with, with my art? Yeah. Why don't they like it? They like the way I wrote the book, but they don't like the, they don't think I'm the right illustrator for it. And you go through all these emotions, your feelings get hurt. You, you, yeah. you, you even, you know, your, your confidence gets shaken. So what do you do? Should you take the, the, the deal or not? I always go with, yes, take the deal. Mm-hmm. Because and I and I, and this is my advice always is like be willing to submit a manuscript where you are you're saying yes I could be the illustrator for it but I could also not be the illustrator for it that like I'm I I'm always like that if you think I'm the right illustrator for it great if you don't think I'm perfectly okay selling just a manuscript um, because it's not really a personal thing uh, you might be really a good illustrator, but you just might not be the right illustrator for that manuscript, even yeah. though you wrote it. You yeah, know? right. Your style may just not go with the story. But... Yeah. When we write, um, we already know what the characters look like. Yeah. But when sometimes the art directors might, might think someone else, they already have someone else in mind or that their vision is different from yours. Mm-hmm. Um, at least when I write books that are, and I think I mentioned this in another podcast, that, that are a little bit close to my culture or my heart, or they're usually based on people that are actually part of my life. So if I were to illustrate that book, yeah. I'm going to be so concerned with, do they look like that person? Mm-hmm. Am I really capturing their essence? Instead of actually getting the essence of the story there, and I think another illustrator would do a better job. It would make it more of a universal book yeah. than if it's just me, my story, and my little, yeah, my my narrowed uh, view mm-hmm. on these characters, when someone else might be able to make these characters bigger than they actually are. Yeah, it's because it's, it's so, too personal to you. Because and, it's way too personal. And, and then yeah. someone else can uh, think more outside of the box when if they're not con- personally connected to that that story so if, if this has happened um my I, I know it's gonna sting i know it's not gonna feel good nah, it, um just no it's really not personal i mean it might be that that your art needs more work and if it is okay then now you know and you know you need to work more on whatever whatever it is um but, if but you, most often, it's just a different look that they're going with. But it's still a wonderful thing to get if your manuscript's accepted. That's still <laughs> absolutely. That's still a positive. <laughs> I mean, let's be very. Um, You'll still be published. Clear about this. When someone writes a manuscript, they are the book author, right? Oh, and. And all the glory seems to go to the book author. Yeah. I'm sorry to say <laughs> yeah. that the illustrations are sometimes yeah. more than the story themselves. There's just so much work mm-hmm. to, to illustrate an entire book. More, I'm not trying to insult anyone who writes because I also write. And I, I'm telling you, the illustrations take a lot longer and it is a ton of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the illustrators don't get the same 
yeah uh, glory that comes with it is it is always the author's book that's why you have kind of so author, that's why you have author visits at schools and not illustrator visits and not often the <laughs> illustrator yeah. yeah and and when you refer to someone's book it is the title's book mm -hmm. written by blah 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 seldom yeah. do you hear illustrated by you know yeah. whoever the name is so um If, if someone wants to buy your manuscript, but they don't want you to illustrate the book, take the deal. <laughs> That's my advice. Yeah. It might be wrong. It might be right. My advice is take the deal. You will work on the next one that can be an author illustrator mm -hmm. book. You will work on more manuscripts because anyway, you're not just going to write one. If you are really going to be a career author, you are going to an, an author illustrator. You're going to do several of them. Mm -hmm. So keep going. Find one that you are the right illustrator for. Um, let's see. And if we're going to take number three or you want to add any more to this one? Um, well, just, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. I do think that, I think that it's hard to swallow your pride, yeah, <laughs> uh, especially <it> <laughs> when you, especially when you author and illustrate uh, a book because you're, uh, you have a strong emotional attachment to the pictures and the words. And so it's very hard. It is hard to break away from that. And it's hard to give that up to someone else when you have a clear vision. But I think regardless, you have to give it up. You have, you have to hand it over to an editor or and an art director in, in any way, even if you were accepted as the author and illustrator. So you have to get used to that. You have to get used to letting go And just letting, so I think that's just part of the whole process. Kind of like pick your battles, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So our third question is, why are you not participating in Mermaid, Unicorn, or Inktober? Why are you not participating in monthly yeah. challenges? So Even though I we encourage people, we encourage people <laughs> to do it. I think it depends on where you are in your journey mm -hmm. because, and Maybe I will do next year. Maybe I will do a few days. Um, I get excited looking at it and, 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 and I think, oh, yeah, I would love to sit down and just come up with one. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's, we just don't have the time for yeah. it um, because at the very beginning, we use the challenges a lot to start participating in the artist community, to start our Instagram accounts to give us to material the, to post. Yeah. And, and practice mm -hmm. and to get practice on actually drawing every day. Yeah. Which is, I think from all the things that can make you, um, improve in your art is actually drawing every day. Yes. Every day if yeah. you can. It's a... uh, it doesn't have to be eight hours when you're in a project that is, you just have to put in the time because the project is so big. It's just a constant uh, drawing th so that it becomes second nature. When you're moving that pencil, you, you already, it, you have like muscle memory and you already know how to mm -hmm. start your characters, how to do a circle, how to do the, the, you know, these gestures. They come in so quickly that you can just put a character in any position and you don't have to run to go get reference every single time. Um, yeah. That you want to try to do something, you already know what the, what what the body would look like if it's moved that way. That only comes from practice. Only yeah. comes from doing it over and over and again. So I am all for those I, I those uh, challenges. Now, I've always said use them uh, in a way that they're going to help you. That it's not just you're just yeah. doing the same old same old thing. That's why so I'm kind of I do like the prompts they give, but it kind of 
for me now, it's not always helpful because I don't need, I may not need artwork that shows these randomly generated, you know what I mean? It, it is a good challenge. Yeah. It's a good challenge. But for me, I'd rather create a portfolio piece out of it. And the thing is this, then do the not every piece in there is going to be portfolio worthy. No. And second of all, unless all you want to do is mermaids, you're not going to have just mermaids in your portfolio. That, so okay. What do you do with 30 mermaids? <laughs> right. So the, the, this, um, this past weekend was Mother's Day. And last week I was thinking, I was like, oh, I could do a mermaid Mother's Day piece. You know, I was like trying to think of right. how I could work because I'm like, oh, it's mermaid. It's May. It's May. I need to draw a mermaid. I just... But then I was like, wait, why? No, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a mermaid. Uh, and then, because then I was like, well, if I spend time on that, then I can't do these other things. And then if I spend time on that, um, I'll have a mermaid piece. And can I use that in my portfolio? Well, it, probably not, because I already have a mermaid piece in my portfolio. It just made me, it made me second guess. Um, of course, I wanted to do a Mother's Day piece, but I didn't get to. But it made me second guess the whole competition thing because for some reason I felt like I need to get something done for this month, at least one thing. But then I'm like, well, but that's not helping. I already have a mermaid in my portfolio and a unicorn, so I don't need those again. So I should focus on something I need for my portfolio. It was. It's funny because when you said, oh, I, I, it, I need to do something for Mother's Day. I need to do something yeah. for, for May the 4th. I need to do something for... <laughs> Yeah. What is the other one? Um, uh, uh, Star Wars is a big one. Whichever, whichever they are in, in yeah, there's, there's so always many, a holiday. There's always something. something to do something for. Next thing is Father's Day. You know, I mean, it's just there's always something. And it's good if you have already something. I had a piece because my agency asked for a piece yeah. based on Mother's Day, so I already had that. So I waited until the agency released, um, you know, their their artist. Um, kind of like promotion pieces yeah and then i went ahead and put mine in there just because why not because i have one but the the, the challenges serve three purposes i think gets you practicing gets you drawing every day mm -hmm. beautiful check uh gets you involved in the community meeting other other artists networking yeah. gets your name out there check wonderful and it gets your um, social media account more active, engaged, and mm -hmm. maybe hopefully growing. Yeah. Uh, that's great stuff, but it's not necessary all the time. So you have to see if that is only thing you're doing and you're not really doing portfolio-worthy pieces because it's hard to get a portfolio-worthy piece in one day. Yeah. Um, you then, have to plan it out, yeah. Yeah, then you think you're actually committing to doing something all month, if you have the time, if you have nothing going on uh, that our client um, work and you're not going on submissions and you're not going to submit your portfolio anytime soon and what you want is just the practice of getting back into drawing every day, that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you don't have to do a month either. Right. Yeah, but don't feel bad if you're not doing it. Uh, yeah. It's I not like you have to do it. Yeah, you shouldn't feel obligated. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel... I, I pressure myself well because you see on that's another thing I I have really tried to stay off social media lately um, because yeah it, it may it makes me 
um, anxious uh, seeing everyone else's art and seeing them participating in these things, and it makes me feel like I should be at least submitting, you know, putting up one piece. But um, I need to focus on myself and what I, you know what I need to do. And I noticed that it's I I only I try to only go on there when I have to. I don't spend as much time on there anymore as I used to. And and my I, account's not as active, but it's still growing. So I think it's because that was what we were doing a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. When we were just starting this and we're like, okay, how do we even get started? What do we need to do first? And we were coming from not drawing at all to actually, or you were just doing like client doing work. And, yeah, I wasn't yeah. doing a lot. Um, so it, it w- if it served its purpose then mm-hmm. now i would if i were to do it i would do it just for fun like it's just a fun thing to do and now go ahead and participate a couple of days or something like that um but you, i think you still have that that thing that 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 urgency because if you remember a few yeah. years back we were like but i have to do <laughs> uh what was it folk folk tale week yeah and we had yeah. the conference coming and, and we were doing portfolios and then and there's like slow november oh and there's goodness. inktober yeah yeah we were trying to participate in everything it made yeah it made sense then because it's what we needed to do then but mm-hmm. it might not be what you know you need to do now um and i i am i have noticed since they they added those reels and and instagram Oh my goodness. Those things are super addicting. So <laughs> I have noticed this. So I stop. I, if I click on it, you stay in the reels. It just gets you in there yeah. and they're like very quick little yeah. videos. There's like a quick satisfaction to it. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, when you look away from that phone, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes have passed and yeah. nothing. And I'm like, I just wasted 30 minutes wasted because there is no other way it worked for it absolutely threw away half an hour watching nothing nothing that brought me any substantial growth in my life nothing other than i just took 30 minutes and threw them in the trash Mm -hmm. so yeah i i'll post my things that i need to post yeah um and the and my only purpose of posting is i have two purposes of posting and i'm not I'm going to be tr- completely transparent about it. Um, the reason that you want to have a community that is um, on, on social media is you, you network. You have, that's how we met. That's how you find your, uh, your critique partners. That's how you find the people that, that work with you and walk with you in your individual journey. Mm-hmm. The other purpose of it is when you have a book coming out or you have something to sell, then that audience, you get to, 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 to say it out and show, show them your, your work and you might have people that want to buy or support you in, in, in some yes. way with your, with, your, yeah. with your book or your or Kickstarter or whatever projects, it is they're doing, yeah. projects. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is to make yourself um, available, accessible, to put yourself in the radar of the people that hire. Yeah. That's it. So that is the purpose yeah. of social media. Yeah. But for me to go in there and just waste time watching videos or watching it, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that because Pointless. as it is, I am here going like, uh, do I have a couple of hours to go to the gym and take care of my health? 
But then I'm be like, yes, I but I or maybe no, but I have thirty minutes to go ahead and waste watching videos about nothing about, and they're so random, like these videos about someone picking up a mango from the tree and cutting it and showing me the inside of it, or another yeah. one, someone cooking Mine something. Mine are usually someone... cat related, but yeah, <laughs> it's just like it yeah. makes no sense. So, but uh, one thing I noticed, one thing I noticed is that you can on Instagram you can do favorites. And uh, I've done that so that I only see my the first things that come up now, or it's or you can view your favorites yeah, list. Yeah. So I've selected people who that, you want to see mm-hmm. work from. Yeah. Um, there that is really one helped. more thing. There is one more one more reason for it, and that would be for inspiration. For example, I, I do have like you're saying some favorites. I pick a few artists that I follow that I want to see what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it gets me inspired and. And then I see less reels too, because I'm, I'm. Well, the reels still come out. Um, the, uh, to me, at least, after that feed, they're right there in the middle for some reason. Yeah, no, like, yeah, okay. they are. But I, but I, but there's so many artists that are doing reels now. They there's are. So many they illustrators. Are. I don't mind seeing one that is a process video or something. If it's like, oh, I wonder how they did this, or I want, I want to see how this piece ended up, or something like that. But it is, it is just using up a lot of time. Yeah. So, um, but we all need social media. It's 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 one of those monsters that you like. I yeah. don't want you, but you have to be part of the life because other than that, how else do you advertise and how else do you get your 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 projects out there? And without an audience, I mean, you have to be completely honest. Without an audience, who's going to support your 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 projects? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's just it's a business after all. At the end of it, it's a business no matter what. Yeah. What's the point of doing art if no one's going to buy it? Yeah, well, for, for you, for, to soothe your soul yeah. or something like that, yes. I can totally understand how much more yeah sane I feel and centered when mm-hmm. I am just drawing. And that's fine. But we are actually now at a point where using this as my, my career. Like, I've chosen this to be my career. And I'm mm-hmm. incredibly lucky that the yeah. one thing I love to do happens to be my career. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I mean, I have no plans of retiring. No plans of... My, my husband's already thinking about, okay, this is how much longer I have to work to retire. And I'm like, I don't ever want to stop doing this. I, I'll, I'll be doing this as you're retired. <laughs> and this can go with us anywhere. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I, so, for, so it is a business. And yeah. that's what you have to remember. Yeah, we really went off topic on that one, but it—I don't know, not too, it's not real. really. Yeah. I do. I think, yeah, I think social media is a a necessary evil. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's perfect. That's a perfect way. It, it. Yeah, it's not. I'm trying to look at it more right now as, um, yeah, as a tool and not as a, a way of life. Yeah, or not as an obligation. Like I have, like I yes. have to. Um, before I was looking at something, I have to do this. I need to keep up. I need to um, post regularly. I need to grow my following. And but now mm-hmm. I, I'm at that point where I'm like, I don't think that's healthy for me. No, <laughs> and and it's, and it's, not, not, it's necessary. not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's really not necessary. It, it, so. It's awesome, and we still celebrate when we have a thousand followers. It's like, yeah, you have the little animation or the little thank you and all of that. But 
it's not so much about having you know, 10,000 followers, 15,000 followers, 300,000 followers. I've seen all this. Okay, so that gives you the thing to be an influencer. But what you really need is for the right people to see your work. Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, I'm interested in getting books out there. That's what I want. So I don't need 300,000 people that are just going to like and, and move on to the next thing. I need editors and art directors to look at it and like it yeah that's what i want so if you have <laughs> 10 followers who are the right people then those right. ten, those are your 10 followers that you want to have it, yeah it depends on what it is that you need at the time at right. the moment when you're needing a community of artists to help you along in your way mm-hmm. that's what you look for when you need agents that's what you look for when you need art directors yeah. that's what you look for and just use it like you said like a tool yeah that's that's it so when we need to have something fun to do we'll probably do mermaid i i posted something i had from a couple years ago i think it was a little well now we know his name is grogu it was baby yoda back then oh (laughs) yeah as a mermaid i just reposted that and that's it and just because i had it and he's cute and Mm -hmm. bringing him back um so i think we're done that wraps it up for questions um we did, I don't know if I, I think we did mention this in another podcast that we fixed a section in our website where you can submit questions um, before it was sending like an, a different, it was sending them somewhere else. I forget what you, what I was the problem with it. I don't think it was, it, there was no form. It wasn't collecting anything. There wasn't a form. Okay. Yeah. So if you do it, have the, questions. The website then, was right. It was our newsletter. Didn't have a, wasn't connected to a form. Okay. Um. I think that wraps it up. I yeah, can't think of anything I think we're else good. Right um, we are hoping to do a class this summer. Oh my gosh, the class! I, now <laughs> I'm thinking maybe August might be the best because it might fall that late, that much later. Yeah. yeah, I am giving a class through the CBWI. Well, we'll see. Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't even talk about. That. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> we don't know. It, it'll be sometime <laughs> this year. Yeah. And we're not charging for it. We're not going to be charging. Mm-hmm. It is going to be... A, Just sign up a through Zoom. our newsletter. Yeah. Sign up. It's going to be in Zoom. It's going to be free. And we're just going to do a book dummy and show you how to do a book dummy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not getting anything out of it. It's just... But it's well, going to be a one-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll be good practice for us. Uh, and But also help some people because we have had questions out. Quite a few questions on book dummies. So. Yes. So um, I think that that's what our next episode is going to be. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about book dummies. And then sometime before this, the end of the year, hopefully yeah. we will have this yeah. class ready for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't promise anything, but we'll try. Yeah. Okay. So that, right. I think that wraps it up. All right. Have a yeah. good day. Yeah. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. You can find Sunny's work at sunnyduran.com and you can follow her on Instagram at sunnyduranillustration. You can find Olga's work at olgachildrensillustrator.com and you can follow her on Instagram at olgachildrensillustrator. Elochat is also on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, you can write to us at elochitchat at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, leave us a review, share it, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.